Hello everyone, and welcome into another mini-sode of the Broadway Bulletin. We've got two very exciting shows we can't wait to discuss with you, so let's just get to it. Our first show has been a Broadway landmark for 33 years. It was our first episode of Stage Whisper and currently resides at the Majestic Theater. Of course, we are talking about Phantom of the Opera. Oh, it was so good returning to the show. Oh, it was so good. So friggin' good. First of all, I gotta say, the little, the one little shocking thing is we, we walked out of the 44th Street subway station, 44th and 8th. We walk across the street to go to the Majestic, and the line is already around the corner heading up towards the Rowe Hotel. And we're like, oh, God. And we keep going, and we keep going, and we got all the way to the corner of 45th and 8th. That was where the line to get in the theater was. At 15 minutes, the curtain. We're terrible yeah. theater goers. We got there late. I'll own it. But I was like, are we going to get in in time? Like, <laughs> no, they got us in perfectly fine. They had the system down. They were like, have your vaccine card and your and ID ready. And the line ready. moved super fast. Yeah. they the These COVID people have it down. They are... They've got a... Is that what we're calling them now? The COVID people? The COVID control or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> the, hey, listen. They're the frontline people that are taking the hits, but they're... Shout out to them because they're killing it. Oh, they're, yeah. They're doing a really good job. Oh, yeah. I mean, this has... Uh, like, sorry, to move into the show, this is one of the best performances of Phantom of the yeah. Opera I've We've ever seen. We've seen over, like, 13 performances, and we both walked away being like, it was so good. You yeah. Know? Like, the ugh. Phantom in particular was so amazing. Like, his subtle choices really enhanced the character. And his bio was pretty awesome. I mean, his bio was pretty <laughs> awesome. But honestly, I think this is one of my favorite Phantoms of all time. I mean, he had me eating out of the palm of his hand, especially during Music of the Night. He could sing that crap out of that Oh, part. my God. Just... He had me just sitting there. Like, he knew exactly. He could take pauses. And I went there with him. And I was literally like, go on. <laughs> yeah. It, it was phenomenal. Um. It was amazing to see the chandelier rise again. That was so exciting. And people clapped and cheered and uh it yeah. We oh it ah I have no words. I was just so thrilled to see it go up and I was like, Yay Right. And honestly for me on this performance, the love story and the connection between the Phantom and Christine finally hit. I've yet to see a performance where that relationship hits and makes sense to me, but oh my god, when we saw it it did. Now this Christine was not my favorite, but I, I I didn't say this to you last night when we were talking, but I will say this. She wasn't my favorite singing Christine, but her acting choices were off the wall good. Uh. Especially like in the graveyard scene. I was like, this is the 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 graveyard scene is typically where I check out of the show, that my one moment of I checking out, you know, wishing you were somehow here again is kind of like, man, okay, it's a pretty I'm not a big fan, yeah. Everybody, when I was in high school and the film came out, they were, every girl was singing it, so I was like, ah, okay. Um, no, she, her acting choices were brilliant. Her dialogue was really brilliant. She really went on a journey. You really saw the inner struggle with the reprise of Prima Donna and everything. And I was like, you were really acting this, you know? Oh, she was my favorite. I thought her singing was beautiful. I thought she hit everything. Like, she hit everything just right for me. The Phantom hit everything just right for me. And even the Raul hit everything just... Everyone hit everything. Everyone. Every, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, uh, the orchestra was 
absolutely you know, for, beautiful. For the first time. In forever? So for the first time, uh, the show actually didn't sound outdated. Like, I don't know what happened, but before the synthesizer always sounded like kind of cheesy 80s, and yeah. Aged, aged, yeah, aged and whatnot. And then this time I was like, oh my God, it, like it's, it's grooving. Like it doesn't sound dated. Did you notice the sound? when it was being thrown around the theater, was really being thrown around the theater. It was crisp this time. Like, yeah, like it, but like, when he was doing like the, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. It wasn't like, if he Just was one on side the, and then the other. Well, well, no, like it was like, he was on the left side of the theater, but nothing on the right. Mm-hmm. But then to be on the right side, and nothing on the left, where in, in performances past, those speakers all around the theater would still have something. They would just turn up one side or the other. And this time, it was isolated. I almost wonder, with the shutdown happening, if they had time to update the sound system finally. That, maybe, but like, it, it was much better, and it was a lot... It added more to it, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It totally sucked me into the show I even really more. found myself when he was doing the whole, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I really was, like, looking around, like... Wait, I forget. Where does he appear? Is it up top? And oh no, it's over there. Oh crap! And then the gunshot went off, and I jumped, and you laughed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, you did. Shake. The dancing was as amazing as ever. The singing was as amazing as ever. Um, everything was super sharp, crisp, uh, like just pretty, clean, fresh. Like it honestly felt like opening night. Yep. The, sh- um, the show is just timeless. It's truly wonderful. You know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it was so wonderful to see the conductor, Kristen Blodgett, who I'd met several times before. She conducted that night, and I got to see her afterward. Well, we got to see her afterwards. You know, that was so nice. And, you know. Tickets for the Phantom of the Opera at the Majestic Theater are currently on sale through March 6th of 2022. London dropped its dignity. Yeah. So has France and Germany. Yeah. All hands are dancing to a raggedy melody full of originality. Sing it, folks. Our second show was a tour de force and was housed at the Nederlander Theater. It was here that we saw a play in three acts entitled The Lehman Trilogy. Oof. It was absolutely amazing. I honestly, when you told me that, because I was like, I have no idea what this show is about. When I you told, told you me it was the Lehman Brothers. Yeah, and I was like, who are they? And he's like, you know, the finance, like the, the thing, the financing. And company. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be another play about Wall Street that I have no idea what's going on. I, I'm probably gonna fall asleep. I had read so much information about this. It was a huge hit in London, and before the pandemic, or when the pandemic hit, and and of course it shut down. I was so bummed because. This is one of the shows I was most looking forward to because I was like, this is supposed to be just such, it's the writing that's supposed to be out of this world. So, of course, as Broadway came back to life and they announced the Lehman Trilogy will still be coming to Broadway, I was like, oh my God, yes! Ah! You know? Um, and it did not disappoint at all. You know? Uh, I thought the three actors were they, absolutely incredible. Oh my God. They, I mean, they were amazing. So, the uh, just to give you a little taste of what the show is like, uh, the show is told in the third person, um, which really, 
I mean, it's brilliant. It allows the story to just flow and it allows for the actors to switch from role to role with ease and fluidity that I have never seen before. Yeah, there's like, it's like listening to an audiobook or like seeing an audiobook because, yes, they're, they all play narrators and they do play own little scenes where they do speak from the first person, but for the bulk of it, it's all third person, which is really brilliant. And it, I, I just got sucked in. Yeah. Uh, I love the embodiment of all the different characters that they played because it's just the three actors. So they play all the different family members through the through history and then of course spouses and other people they came in contact with. You know, so it was it was good fun to see them play different roles and whatnot. I mean all of all three of the actors were absolutely brilliant and I think all three of them could be nominated for a Tony. Um, I think that the actor who played Mayor Lehman, uh, who was um, Adam, Meyer Lehman, who was played by Adam Godley, um, is the one who, if only one of them can, from the show can get nominated, I think he should. Well, we haven't seen the slate of other plays yet, but I think this one's definitely in the running for best best play, for sure. Best set, for sure. Oh my gosh, that set was amazing. Yeah. Oh, and um, I remember thinking uh, during... Like when I could feel it building to intermission, I was like, I don't want to go to intermission. I'm I'm here. I wanna I'm I wanna invested. keep watching. Yeah. yeah, keep going. The three hour play went by in a flash. I know, and there was uh, it was perfectly timed out with the inter- the two intermissions. Mm-hmm. Like I never found myself like getting creaky or being like, oh, I'm restless. I need to get up and stretch. Like where's the intermission coming? Like that's how I was with the long day's journey into never ending play. Yeah. Like that's how I got. But this, I was literally like. Okay. We, we can keep going. Give me more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the rotating stage. Like I said, they're gonna get. A, I feel like they're gonna get a nomination for set. I love the rotating stage. I love them riding on the glass. I love the way that they incorporated that um, the backdrop, which was that LED screen with feel, the projections. Yeah. I feel like that's the way Broadway's going now. Is there's a lot more projections than that, and less actual set piece like backdrops. Um, I love the simple yet precise language a lot of like yes. the, you know there was a lot of repeated phrases but it was all the same gesture i thought that was just or that brilliant they were the the pattern of the way that things flowed and the way to kind of get things across because the act one was very much like this is tradition this is tradition this is tradition and so the way that they use the words to like phrase and mm-hmm. catch things um really just played into that um the, the, the greatest thing about this show, from my perspective, is it explained finance in a way that I could understand, because I'm not a numbers person, I'm not a math person, I'm not a money person, um, but it also helped me understand how the global market really came to be what it is now, mm-hmm. and how it expanded. Yep. Um, and honestly, I think that the best way to sum up this entire show, uh, and why I think that everyone should see it, even if they're not into money like I'm not, is that um, when you forget where you came from, you lose who you are. Yeah. The show is truly a masterpiece. Yeah. Tickets for the show at the Nederlander Theater are currently on sale through January 2nd, 2022. And this concludes our episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune into our next episode coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. Until next time, I'm Hope Bird. And I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phone. Unwrap your candies, put them in your mouth, but to keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you.
If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blues by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Sophie Tucker and Al Jolson, as well as Billy Murray. <laughs>